Pigeons 420. Mr. Grow It. And Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV. From the Stash Podcast. This show is brought to you by Dutch Pro USA. Nutrients made for growers by growers. From the base nutrients to the explode booster. Dutch Pro USA is bringing you the essentials that all growers need without the extra bottles. Visit Dutch Pro USA or find their products on Amazon.com. Spider Farmer LED. One of the leaders in affordable quality LED lighting for growers. From the SF Quantum Board Series to the SE Bar Style LEDs. Spider Farmer has you covered without breaking the bank. Find Spider Farmer LEDs on Amazon.com. And AC Infinity. Innovators in the air game. Providing state-of-the-art inline fans, tents, and more to the home grower. Visit acinfinity.com or Amazon to pick up some of their products. And you could save money with any of these brands by checking out the discount codes below in the description. Well, like I was saying, man, you've got a lot of people who will watch our channels even. They'll watch um, Mr. Canuck. They'll watch Welcome to the Grow Tent. They'll watch Photosyntech. Matt Hatter, I see over Dude here grows. on Twitch. Dude grows. It, it, whoever is, is making content, and they'll listen to the things that they say, and they'll do the things that they do. And it's not bad. It's not bad. But sometimes you don't realize there's so many other options out there. And it's nice to be able to step back and look and say, which ones would fit my style best? Which ones would fit my area and, and how I go about growing best? And in that sense, a lot of people will look at like uh, Jorge Zavante's book. I think that's a little overwhelming when you look at things like uh, how to's. It's information. You can scroll through it. It's a guide when you need those things that go to that chapter, but it's not the how to. So breaking down how somebody grows on YouTube is awesome, but different variables is huge. And I think the the cool thing about our podcast is we're able to switch that up and make it happen. So it's where you can talk shop, so to speak, with three different styles. And I love it. Even though comparable end results, Chris, I think your end product was fucking fire, but it looks like a lot of bud that I've grown where I'm like, huh, but you're in a totally different place. How, and you're growing totally different. And, and we're using a lot of the same shit. Yeah, you know, but there's so nutrients. many variables that are different. So it's mm-hmm. like... I think we could start with uh, Mr. Grow It. How do you how do you normally get going? Uh, what is your growing process? Your current grow process right now? Because I know you've changed it over time. Yeah, I mean, I've done so many different things over the years. I mean, I've been growing for eleven years now. Um, come almost hitting twelve years actually. Um, and I've done it so many different ways. And I say this in my videos so much: is there's so many different ways to grow this plant, you know. And I'm glad we're doing this episode so we can have three different ways, uh, or even more, because we have. We've all done it multiple ways um, to do it. But right now, my current setup, I have two grow tents. I have a two foot by four foot grow tent, and I have a four foot by four foot grow tent. Um, two different light cycles right now. I have some plants in flower on a 12 total light cycle, and I have some plants in veg on 18 six light cycle. Um, the three plants that I have in my two foot by four foot tent, those are um, on a flowering light cycle. On week one of flowering, week two of flowering. Um, those ones uh, are being fed Dutch Pro nutrients. So that's what I'm using for a nutrient line. I am using LED. Uh, I've got them over the ES180 V3 LED grow light. And uh, they're looking great right now. But just, you know, normal Dutch Pro nutrients following their feeding chart, two and a half dose. Um, you know, checking the PPM and pH of the runoff. I'm only watering when... The, the medium is dry, kind of using that finger technique to deep down, make sure it's bone dry, lifting the grow pot, you know, just some of these standard, you know, let's say standard, but real techniques that are well known and basic, you know, some basic things um, on this particular grow. So, um, you know, that's kind of high level, kind of what I'm doing um, 
on that one. And then I have my four by four, which I have organic. So completely different. I have two plants that are growing, um, two cannabis plants, seven gallon containers. Um, I'm using, um, one of them is actually reused soil as well. Um, but craft blend, build a soil craft blend. So I'm just top dressing with the amendments. I put some Grokashi in there to top dress. I have a mulch layer going, um, barley straw. I have worms in there now. I have some red, red wrigglers and also some, some European night crawlers. So it's a completely different style of growing, right? There's no synthetic. There's no bottles in that grow at all. Um, and those are over LEDs. Those are over the SP2000 LED grow light by Spider Farmer. Um, but there's like a quick snapshot, you know, without getting into more granular details, I'll let you guys speak for a few, um, yeah. but two totally different styles on in two different tents in the same grow room. So it's, it's there's so many ways to do it. Yeah, dude, that's the, the variety of growing honestly is fun, but it can become overwhelming when you have oh. two totally different styles. Now, when you got an organic style, uh, like I have, I'm not growing my organic style anymore at the moment. Cause the place I was growing at, I just don't even go there anymore. And it's to the point now where I'm, I'm kind of in my routine and I like what I'm doing. And the results that I got in the end were very, very similar. It was just the process that was different. And having the two separated processes, like keeping your water, let's say the pH of your water, one you don't have to nearly bother with versus the other you have to a lot. So the process is going to become more work to begin, but over time you'll be get that system and the, the, uh, the routine, so to speak. And it won't become so bad in terms of like, well, I got to do this here, this here. It's all like an organized synergized process for me they're two separate places so i didn't have to worry about it you know now p you've got you you switched your style up i mean it's comparable in terms of the lighting nutrients everything like that but you went from open space to a tent grow now uh, if you could just run down how you grow specifically but also the variables that you notice between switching from the open space to the tent because that's that's a big jump compared to how you had it built to specs to now it's specs that you grow into so to speak yeah yeah, hundred percent. I, I actually, I briefly, I just wanted to mention, you know, what what Chris meant said in terms of his style, and and going with the basic you said method of using your finger and lifting the pots. You know, it's like basic, yes, but it's like you really have to really iron out your routine to get that confident to be able to just rely on weight and feel and touch. You know what I mean? And it, yeah. it's. It, it, it comes with time that you can just look at the pot and be like, oh, she's, huh, she's dry. You know what I mean? You don't need to put a meter in there. You don't need to like carve out a little bit of something. It's like, okay, okay. And then you can kind of get used to that 50% feeling. Um, so yeah, it, you know, that comes with time, very basic, but it does come with time. Uh, but when it comes, yeah, when it comes to my style, I, 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 essentially I went wherever the wind took me at any given time, you know, and, uh, yeah, going from open space to a tent was single-handedly the best and biggest move I had ever done. Uh, going from trying to in, in, uh, try to controlling a wide open space that's, that's, that's not sealed from the rest of the house. Cause I'm indoors, you know, it's it, the, the, the roof is just floorboards and smell terpenes, uh, moisture, everything just goes right out into the environment. And that that's an issue. That's a problem. And when I switched over to, to a tent, it's like the effort to contain became almost zero. It's 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 contained merely in the essence of being a tent. You zip it up and it's contained. Uh, that made a huge difference. Now, it also brought on a lot of things that I didn't expect. You know, it's the 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 the, the sealed environment also means that you need to either bring in moisture or remove moisture or manipulate the heat. 
because or the the temperature because now it's it, it's a it's a new environment different than it was before i felt like it was a lot easier to like run room that was in my house with just the ambient temperature of the house you know i could just keep it warm based on the temperature that was in the rest of the house a tent is now in a concealed environment it's gonna get hot in there real fast you need to be able to circulate that air typically with a, a wonderful ac infinity t series or cloudline t6 series uh ac infinity.com promo code uh sta- the stash five it's close ac infinity it's in the description You now need to control the environment no far higher. Huh? Huh? You're muted, P? No audio? Nope. When no. we went to that scene over there, Wink, it was just it was wonky. Oh, am I good now? We good? good we now. good? good um, thanks for that, guys. Uh, and if you guys didn't know, we're actually streaming live on Twitch. All these shows are live on Twitch, so we have the ability to look over at the chat to get some kind of feedback, not only Thank in regards you. to our technical abilities, but in regards to the conversation as well. We're asking the chat what uh, what kind of growth styles they have. So don't forget, we do go live twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays, roughly shortly after 12 and 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. With a live digital studio audience. Okay. Live digital studio audience. Twitch.tv okay. slash from the stash podcast. See, that was a little bit better. That was um, good. But yeah, no, it, it was it was the best decision I made because now I feel like I'm growing weed with a hell of a lot less effort. I've got the right equipment. I've got the right you know, genetics. I've got the right routine. That's that that's important. You know, it's nothing too much different than I've, I started from. But I, I'm synthetic nutrients. I run an HP Pro Mix medium and uh, I feed I, I feed differently than Chris. Even, you know, everyone's different. I feed full strength plus one point five um, is, is where I, I pushed things to went a little high with the 1.5 times nutrients because I was pushing hard. I wanted to see how much I could really get out of it. Um, but I would definitely I, I, I stay around that full strength following its guide. But uh, but yeah, the growth style that I have today is vastly different than the growth style I had yesterday, uh, yesteryears. And it's merely out of just experience and confidence. Oh, yeah, dude. That That's thing i want to circle back to go over how we started too in terms of what our growth styles were then to now just <laughs> just compare where where we are in terms of knowledge technology uh companies hooking it up and, and showing us loves we try things out like i would never probably switch to led had i not had a company send me an led like to try and i was like oh shit all right and that was that was solid okay all right all right so for me it's a little different i guess my growth style it is synthetic uh, well bottle-based nutrients mineral based as vader put it i like that it's more elegant it feels better but i'm also using led and i'm using cocoa so i'm using a cocoa mix right now i'm using um which is in cocoa loco and I'm, I'm using it for this next run but normally i'll be using world gold their two per mix so it's pretty much just cocoa with perlite with a little bit of um, like aged forest minerals pretty minor in terms of any food that'd be in there so i do have to feed a little bit earlier on compared to others who are in soil or in an actual cocoa mix like a cocoa loco so what I'll start doing is within the first two or three weeks, I'll end up doing third strength nutrients. And then I work my way up. I never hit right away with heavy. I'll slowly build up. Same with veg. When I'm going into flour, I'll do slow nutrients, build up, boom, 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 boom. And I never get to the point where I'm going full heavy nutrients. I notice I'm, I'm rarely, I did it just this last run with um, Dutch Pro and it did good. But then I'm doing 
little less this run and I don't see a huge difference. We'll find out in the final product. But I just noticed that I can I can make them work a little more and it seems like I get a little more out in terms of my flavor and in, in the end product. Maybe not yield. I could probably push it a little bit more and get more yield out of it, but that's never really my goal. I'm really focused on getting as much terpene and flavonoid as I can. Like I'm into that. So when I grow, I'll usually try to not just have my plants growing um, like big and bushy and, and solid like that. I'll try to do the low stress training. I'll try to make sure that the canopy is as even as I could get it. But when I'm doing a lot of different phenotypes, it's hard to have that even canopy. So my style in terms of not just the recipe and technology, so to speak, it varies grow to grow when I'm looking for the pheno that I have. The first run, I won't really do a whole lot of work to it. I'll kind of let the plant grow so I can see the natural characteristics. Second run, that's when I'll be like, okay, I know what she needs. She's got to get the little bend over howdy doody and she's got to be treated different, you know, or the other one, it's like, all right, this is a topper. I'm topping this one for sure. As where like headbanger, I started topping that initially and I noticed I get wispier growth. I don't get the, the hardier, tighter spaces that I'm looking for. So with that, I just low stress train it. I didn't learn that until after three or four grows of having that. So it just takes time, you know, and, and then with rocking Dutch pro, it was another uh, variable to, to change up is I was using a different line before and I went very minimal, which is A and B and then their add on nutrients or their additive. Now I'm using a more of a full line. So I'm not feeding quite as often, but I'm feeding a little more frequently than I was before. Before I was going like two times a week. Now I'm going usually four times a week. It just is all about how these plants are, are reacting to it. So how we grow, I feel like it'll, it has to slightly adapt when you're changing the cultivars. It's never going to be exactly the same every single time because when there's a new variable that comes in, you got to work with it. The only way to keep it totally consistent is to always grow that same cultivar every single time. I've got buddies who do that. That's cool. But for me, variety is really, king, man. Yeah, variety I like variety. King. And, and you're 100% right about that. I, I just recently grew Holland's Hope from uh, Dutch Passion. And, uh, it, it's, it's a classic Nordic, uh, European strain and it, it comes from, you know, the, 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 the kind of damp, cooler climates of the Netherlands. And I brought that into my environment, my very first tent grow. That was my last one. And I put it in there with like, with the most powerful led light that I had, that I had. And I learned very quickly that it could not handle that kind of stress. And, uh, you know, the, the leaves really started to taco. The, the later uh, weeks in flower were jeopardized um, because she was far, far more stressed. So you, you definitely need to take into consideration your, your cultivar when it comes to your specific environment. You know, I, I would not grow it again if I didn't have either a dim like a, a sorry a dim switch on my on my LEDs or a, a lower powered LED, so yeah, definitely something that you need to take into consideration uh, when it comes to choosing or uh, establishing your grow style. For sure, for sure. I, and right now I'm doing these auto flowers, so it's another variable I'm throwing in the mix. It's like, well, shit, I, I'm not topping any of these, and then I want to low stress train them, but then I'm I'm also for content purposes, I didn't low stress train some. Because I wanted to see, you know, the side by side a bit. Well, here's what happens when I train them a little bit. Here's what I didn't. But they're auto, so the variables are so all over the place that I can't say for sure this is exactly why. But what's cool about having the experiments as a content creator is for one, you could document it. For two, I can go back and look at that documented piece of, of evidence, so to speak, and reuse that in the future. Where I'm like, okay, make sure I, mean, I grew this one before, so let me go see what I said about it. You know, and I've had that happen in the past, or I know other people who use it, and I'm like, hey, man 
go over here and watch this video. It'll give you the rundown of Migro, so that way you can see step by step how to do it. At least how I did it. You know, you could you could pull things out and try it, but don't necessarily have to do every single thing I did to get the same results. You know, the plant the plant growth and look isn't the same as the end product. It's like I was saying, some of Chris's bud, like um, the chill out, or not chill out, uh, the frozen Chris fuel, Fuel frozen, frozen fuel. That had a bud structure of some of the Scooby-Doo where I'm like, oh, shit. Like that, this looks very similar. It's got a comparable look to it, but we grew totally different. Like you're in a totally different environment, totally different end product you'd think, right? But a lot of times that isn't the case. I've got buddies where slight variations, but not a ton, not a ton, you know? Just depends on how you grow, I think. Uh, 100%. Chris, when it, like for, if for me, my biggest evolution has been the way I put my hands on my plants. It's the training of the plants. Uh, I, I've, I've tried to evolve my, my garden to being able to maintain a really tight canopy, wide plants rather than tall plants. Um, you, you do a bit of training, uh, but I, I'm more obsessed in terms of your willingness to diversify. You, you said you have one grow style in one tent and an absolutely entirely different grow style in the other tent. How do you get confident to be able to go from from one style to two style, from no styles to two styles? I mean, you're just continuously learning, right? Um, you, you know, I started out with bottled nutrients, started out with just Fox Farm nutrients. Uh, you know, for the first six years, it was just Fox Farm nutrients, Fox Farm soil, HID lighting. And so like, I've gotten pretty confident over the years to do, to feed in synthetic nutrients, bottled nutrients, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then trying out, you know, getting out of my comfort zone and going to the organic side of things, um, you know, just continuous improvement mindset, trying to learn new things and, and get out of my comfort zone. Um, not sure if this is kind of the direction you wanted it to, to go or not pigeons if I'm answering your question or not, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, just hearing about the benefits of organic, uh, over synthetic, um, you know, cause there are some benefits of it. Uh, just made me want to try and made me want to do, you know, start out with the organic amendments, you know, add an inoculation of microbes to get those amendments broken down, ready for the plant, um, to adding in mulch layer, cover crops, you know, it's just kind of step by step, slowly, gradually working my way in to more and more organic techniques. Um, and I think well, anybody, what was, your, it, you know? what was your sources? Where were you getting your sources from? Like, where was your main area of inspiration? Uh, I mean, when I first started with the bottled nutrients, I had a friend, so a mentor, um, somebody who grew. Uh, I saw those uh, those cool looking Fox Farm bottles. I'm like, oh, what are these? Mm -hmm. How do you use these? Oh, here, you know, I was obviously a weed fanatic, uh, you know, so kind of picking his brain on how to grow. Uh, he taught me. Um, and then I really stumbled across YouTube in like 2013-ish, I think it was. Um, and I found out there's so many different ways to grow. I mean, you know, uh, we've barely touching on it we didn't even talk about no-till living soil we didn't talk about um you know hydroponics you know there's dwc r dwc uh there's aquaponics uh, so many different styles uh, it just opened up my mind and it's like okay i need to do something different i need to get away from let me start with leds let me go over to leds first to get rid of the hid because i had heat issues mm. you know as we all know hid um you know can release more heat compared to led you know generally speaking um and uh, and then just kind of improved and, and did things from there. So that's kind of how I made that transition. Oh, yeah. Well, like for me over years, I, I did the organic run and I liked it. Don't get me wrong, but I don't like all the nasty shit that goes with it. And I know you can you can go less nasty, 
but to get the best results, you kind of got to go nasty. I'm not a big fan of worms. Grew up in the city near nasty water, so we didn't fish a whole lot. Like, I'm, it's just it's not none of my shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not into it. And also, it, it's more of the similar fact for me that I've tried a lot of different cultivars, and I swear the organic run here, there's too many variables even still. I can't just rely on this soil that I have to wait two weeks for. I know I could do a tea. I know there's a couple other things I could do, but that's where it's like, all right, well, fuck it. I'm just going to use bottles then. I don't have time. I'm not doing it. I'm done. So... Just, I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not the kind of guy who's going to try too many experiments. I've done it in the past and it slowed my grow down. I did it with DWC for a few years and I had some good results. Don't get me wrong, but summertime came. And the issue that I had with deep water culture was keeping the container cool. I used a 13 gallon current culture, like preset up bucket because it just had everything together. in it. I was like, this is tight. I don't got to do anything. It's got nutrients. It's got the fucking hydrogen, everything I need. I just need to put a plant in it and water. Good to go worked really well for winter. It was amazing because I was able to keep the water consistency of the temperature perfect, spot on. Summertime came in, I had to buy a chiller. There was no other option. And I didn't want to do that. I was like, man, I'm already pushing electricity. I've got like 6,000 watts going in here. It's going to fucking blow up. There's no way. But my yields were pretty good. I was getting good results. I was using the Lucas formula. I feel like it was a little lackluster in terms of, of my end product because I wasn't using all the micro and macronutrients but I was getting good yields. So I was going to stick with that for a while. And the biggest reason I switched over is I, I kept getting bugs in my soil. Every single time I'd buy from the grocery store, I was getting aphids or gnats every fucking time. And it was a well-known issue locally where they're like, yeah, man, distributors bringing it in and I cut it open and there's fucking bugs. It's like every time. Like, Dude. So I switched to water. I was like, it's the only way. I know there's not going to be any pests in this, so let's do it. Then I learned about cocoa. And that was more where I switched sides. And I was like, well, shit, I get some of the benefits of you know, hydro, but then I've got soil-ish type of qualities. And, and that was the transition for me that pushed me over the, the edge of being done with soil and, and water and moving to that. And then I tried soil again, and I like it, don't get me wrong, but just not not really into it, man. Not really into it. I, I prefer uh, using cocoa and bottled nutrients. I just do. There's, you know, the, we're talking about DWC and hydroponics in particular, precision by far is just you got so much more precision when you're controlling you know when you're feeding nutrients hydroponically i think that's uh uh you know scientists they use that um you know dr bruce bugby for example over at utah state university they do most of their experience in hydroponics because of the precision they can have you know um, they can dial in they can feed a certain amount of nitrate a certain amount of phosphorus a certain amount of potassium and it's being delivered directly to the roots there's no you know, it's not like you're in soil or a medium to where you have microbes kind of be in the middleman in a sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, so you, you uh, are the middleman. It's, it's beneficial to grow DWC and DWC gets knocked down hard these days by organic growers, you know, and, and there are so many benefits to growing DWC um, versus organic, but still you got people who are just like gung-ho organic and Stuck everything else way. sucks, you know? You <laughs> so, flavor, don't grow hydro. Yeah. And honestly, if there's any resilience I've ever had, it's actually from the organic community. Um, you know, and I'm not, I'm not, this isn't to toss shade. I'm not trying to divide. It's just it, when, 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 crit choo, choo, choo. <laughs> when, uh, when, when, you know, it's, it, it, you know, they're the ones that, that are the biggest critics when it comes to 
you know, just bottled nutrients in general. And I, I, I don't hear, maybe it's because I only use bottled nutrients that I don't hear people, you know, so hardcore about bottled nutrients. All I use is bottled nutrients, but I can see and understand the appreciation for organic, for sure. but I can see and appreciate the simplicity and the benefits of using bottles. Like, I, I just don't understand why one has to be better than the other, because I can guarantee you that I, we could grow two, two weeds. Okay. I'll do it my way. They'll do it their way. And then we'll, we'll mix the bud up. And then I'm going to ask you which one of these was grown organically and which one of these was grown synthetically. You got a 50, 50 chance, but, are, but are you going to get it right based on your, your ability to determine through the smoke, the taste and the smell? I don't believe so. And I've smoked organic weed and it's just like, I don't, uh, I don't I can see the It's the same. I can tell the difference book. between outdoor and indoor weed. Yes. Okay. And that, and that there's shots fired bow, 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 is, you know, you, you can, you can not only smell taste, you know, the difference, you can see the difference. You can just see the difference of outdoor grown weed. And I'm not talking greenhouse. I'm not talking uh, supplemental light. I'm, I'm just talking outdoor weed. So, you know, I, I don't buy into the argument that there is one way that's better than the other when it comes to the two of them. We've kind of touched on this in previous episodes. Uh, well, the only argument is just like I see in the Twitch chat here is literally sustainability, hundred percent. That's absolutely hundred percent. That's a very argument. valid sustainability, point. Sustainability better for very. the earth, better for overall, hundred percent. You can reuse the stuff; yeah. it's going to be more cost effective, and you can There's integrate like, like your compost. Your your yeah. your waste as a human being you can could be in that. integrated no, and, and urinate in there as well. So it's like. <laughs> uh, yeah, right, right, yeah. Uh, for some reason, I could taste a bit of urine. Yeah, it's like a cat piss kind of <laughs> a little urine on the tongue. It's it's cat piss. Yes, now, sir. Just take a little more. And I think my whole point of wanting to do this episode was to emphasize the fact that there's no wrong fucking way. You can have an opinion, but when your opinion becomes harsh and disrespectful, that that's when it's a hindrance, man. I didn't try organics for years because people were assholes about it. And when somebody is smug about something, I'm just like, oh, fuck you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you then. And I did my buddies before I, I even knew God. Well, God wasn't growing. I've known him for a long time. But before then, we were smoking whatever the fuck we had. We both grew the, um, what was it? Grandmaster Kush. And his first run has turned out very comparable to mine. I was like, damn, dude. And then he told me how he did it. And that the first run was complicated. I was like, fuck that, bro. And then the second and third run, he's like, oh, I, yeah, it's the same soil. No, I just top fed it. I'm like, what? So you're not putting that in the backyard. You just took this and you did and what, what enzymes for the roots. What? what? And that's when I decided to try it. Cause I'm like, oh, well, he broke it down in a humble educational way. He explained the benefits. And I'm like, oh, well, this is really cool. Now I understand why somebody would do it. I see the benefits here. And then it's, I can explain the benefits in bottle where somebody would be like, oh, yeah, I can see where, you know, it's just like you, whatever martial arts you decide. It doesn't make it fucking wrong unless you're no. doing Wing Chun. And you but, need to take your life into consideration. You know, when you're choosing a grow style, you got to take into you, you got to take into consideration your environment. You know, Chris is going to in a much different environment than I am being in the desert, being in the north. Um, so naturally, the, you know, we're going to have to I, I might have to work towards heating my climate more often. He's got to work to cooling his climate more often. You know, that's something to definitely take into consideration uh, your, your budget, man. You know, it's like, how much money do you have? Are you really going to go and set up an entire DWC, you know, uh, uh, drip feeds, whatever, you know, like I, I couldn't afford it when I first started out. There was no way. So it's like, you know, maybe that's something that you need to take in, into consideration as well. And then, like, what does your lifestyle involve? Do you live in an apartment? 
Do you live in a house? Are you with roommates? You know, because this is really going to determine your growth style. Are they going to yeah. be able to help you? Are they going to be in the way? Do you have the Can space? Can you carry in bundles of soil up the fucking stairs to your apartment where you're not supposed to grow at? Right, right. These are these are like, these are things know, that you time, need to take into consideration. The time, time. Yeah, is how time. often do you work? That was a big reason why I was like, "Fuck, I'm about to just do organic and auto feed, man." Like this is tight. Like I don't even got to get near the garden. But honestly, it's so less fulfilling. Right, auto watering yeah. with organics. Like I'm just like, mm, I feel like a fucking <laughs> ash cropper. Like I'm not even it's down mostly hands off. You're just you're just training. You know, training at too. that point is is mostly right. You're not but, mixing up nutrients. You're not checking pH or PPM. Just walking around and like. <laughs> But not all of us, not everyone that grows and is in our scenario yeah, are 30 year old men that, uh, you know, want to be hands on that can afford to put a little bit of their back into it. Some of these people are elders. They maybe they're sick. They they don't have the ability to, to move point. anything. You know, they don't have First, anything. Yeah. You can't move Prime anything. Example. These fucking things of soil, these these I, I'm in fully capable. Some things aside, ma male and I struggle with those fucking cubic things of of pro mix i grab a cart and i gotta push it through canadian tire but it's like it, it, you know not everybody can do that not everybody can do that you know not everybody has the ability to solder things or or plumb things or you know so there's a million different variables and i can't wait for that shirt so yeah, it, it, it's gonna <laughs> happen i gotta talk to the designer it's coming it's coming done. it'll be out it'll be out soon but uh but yeah these are things that you need to take into consideration and of course I, i'm asking you in the chat too because as three guys you know we have a lot in common as the three of us sit on this panel we we, we have Chris a lot just doesn't have glasses the only thing he's missing right yep. right yep. and i'm taller than the both of these guys so unfortunately the I, we have that in uh, don't have that in common <laughs> but uh you know we're, we're curious what your growth style is you know because because whether you're whether you're big, you're small, you're young, you're old, you're able, you're not, you know, it's it, it's going to really play into the, the the style that you choose for you. And we're curious, uh, how have you chosen a style? What style is it? And what what keeps you on that style? For me, what, like I, I probably won't branch out. I don't, you guys do so much branching out and learning new things. And I, I it's not that I'm not learning new things, but I'm learning like more. I, I, it works, right? And, I, and I'm really in the mentality of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And, you know, I, I'll, I'll tweak things here and there, adding a tent, adding a scrog, you know, uh, trying to push my nutrients here and there. But, you know, generally speaking, uh, I, I keep rather consistent with the way that I grow because I've, I've, trialed, I've erred, I've failed, I've stumbled, and I've risen to this point where it's like, okay. Okay, I got it. I got it. It's like back away slowly. Just let it go. Let, let it, grow. it go. Let it grow. Yeah. So yeah. everyone's going to be different. Yeah. Well, if you're over here on Twitch, stick around. We ain't going nowhere. If you're watching on YouTube or listening somewhere else, we appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Big shout out again to our sponsors, Dutch Pro USA, AC Infinity, and Spider Farmer. If you're watching on YouTube, description has all these fire ass discount codes that are larger than i realized right big shout out to them it's crazy 15 it's fucking nuts mm -hmm. where's the margins mm -hmm. but with that being said <laughs> hit that like button, guys. tv mr girl pigeon 420 everybody else we'll see you next time